Earbuds, Melbourne's podcast network. Earbudsnetwork.com. Hello there. Welcome to the Oblivious Maximus podcast for another week. I am your host, Aaron Osborne. This week, my guest is Jason Fuller from Blood Duster and Goat Sound Studio. Z. Um, Jason was my second guest. Oh my God, my dog's barking. That's Mabel. The reason why I can't record these at home at the moment, because she's a psycho. If you follow me on Instagram, you will have noticed that I put a hole in my wall thanks to her. Um, she's currently running around playing with a piece of string. So that's exciting for all you people listening to me. Try and find out which episode Jason was on initially. Jason was on episode two, in fact. Bloody ages ago. <clears throat> two years ago, in fact. So, uh, I think if you scroll back to the second episode of this podcast, you can hear me talk to him about the entire career of Blood Duster and... Um, him swear a lot and me laugh a lot and him um ridicule me i suppose because i'm a really big fan of his band um but yeah there's a squeaky toy now has made an appearance thanks mabel um much like this introduction that's having background noise we recorded this podcast in jason's studio in like the control room however Jason thought it was fitting to put a 70s porn soundtrack on in the background for the whole thing. So, so enjoy, enjoy that, uh, um, yeah, soundtrack that's rolling along in the background. Haven't listened to it yet. I assume it's fine. Uh, it does come up and it's funny. Um, but yeah, this time I just caught up with Jason about what he's been doing the last two years. The studio's developed quite considerably. Um, Blood Duster is wrapping up soon. He talks about a show that they're going to be doing soon um, in the podcast, so I'll let him spruik that in it. Um, But yeah, it was it was really fun. Obviously, I'm good friends with him, and he's recorded a lot of I Exist records and stuff. And yeah, I'm a huge fan of his band, so I love hanging out with him. Um, But yeah, his studio's doing these cool reinterpretation records. They just recorded one the other week of Napalm Death's Scum album, and the uh, money that goes towards those um, goes to charity, so he's all pumped up and excited about that. Um, so you'll hear about that, you'll hear about the studio, you hear about Blood Duster, and yeah, we'll talk about other things as well, I guess. Um, this episode, as have the last couple, been a part of the Earbuds Network, which I'm very pleased and uh, proud to be a part of now. Um, so check them out. Just Google Earbuds Network, put it on Facebook, put it on Instagram, you'll find them. Sign up, subscribe. They've got a ton of cool podcasts on there. It's sick. As always, thanks for having me be a part of it, Earbuds. Um, yeah, what else is coming up for me? Mental Cavity are playing some shows soon. Keep an eye out for that. Um, and we got a record coming out soon. Keep an eye out for that too. Follow us on those things. Follow this podcast around the place if you'd like. Subscribe to us on iTunes and stuff. Give us a review if you feel that way inclined. Be lovely. Um, Otherwise, you know, just enjoy your life. And I hope you enjoy this next episode of Oblivious Maximus. Episode 71 with Jason Fuller from Blood Duster and Goat Sound. Fucking brood.
futuro. back <laughs> hi hello <laughs> we have a great soundtrack what's this inside deep is this the soundtrack deep 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 deep. okay great so we've got porno music in the background um thank you for doing the podcast again anytime aaron anytime <laughs> good i think the last one you did i think you were the second person i did oh, a podcast yeah? with really yeah i think so and I think primarily because I needed your help to figure out how to, like, record and do mastering and stuff. Well, you owe me that. Yeah. <laughs> so make this one good. How popular was mine compared to others? Like, like, really... The, the one before it? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. In, in the history of the podcast, oh, yeah, I'm sure well. mine would be in the top ten. It was, it's done well. Is it above Gordy's? I don't think so. Ah, oh, fucking so. whatever. My friends will rom <laughs> Box Hill RSL is what really brought out yeah. the people on that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. right, headphones are off. Yeah, let's let's get serious about serious. shit. Um, so what have you done in the last two years? <laughs> you had a kid. I had a kid. You got two now. I've got two kids now. Yep. This has changed a lot. Yeah. This is new. At the time, it was like a, sh- a shell. Of- yeah, so now it's a lot more comfortable, a lot more lounge roomy. Mm-hmm. The whole place is starting to look like a bit more like a lounge room. Which is what you want from yeah, us. Like yeah. I just want the whole place to be just fucking totally relaxed, like a proper, you know, a proper lounge room with different, yeah, you know, sub lounge rooms within this lounge room. So thing. the the end game for you with. Where you thought you'd take your career was just... To the lounge room. <laughs> if I can get living. out of this fucking lounge room and can just build a bigger one... Multiple lounge there. rooms. Yeah, that's pretty much the plan, man. Yeah. But, um... So I guess when the last time we did this, though, this... Like, you... I think you just started here? Yeah. So I must... Like, I think it's just hit three years. Yeah. So the first few months were... We're just, you know, setting up and building it the first five months. So you must have been at least six months after I'd yeah. been in here. So, yeah. So, yeah. We were right at the start, I guess. Yeah. And I guess, I mean, one of the coolest things that is a recent thing that, you know, is relevant is that doing the recordings, like the... Out, the reinterpretations. Reinterpretations, yeah. yeah. So, did, we, we did, had I, think, I done one? Before? I don't think so. Yeah, so... We did the first one, which was the Black Flag yep. album, which was 15 bands, mm-hmm. I think. 15 bands in a day, which everyone said was fucking stupid. Yep. You know, why would you record 15 bands in and a day? How, how was that first one in terms of like... Well, the whole idea of the, the reinterpretation things was selfish. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to pay for advertising. It just seemed like a fucking ton of money <laughs> given to a bunch of assholes who don't give a shit, you know, like, um, you know, like street press and stuff. It's all, it's all nice, yeah. but it's always been, Hey, yeah, you pay for an ad and we'll do an interview and all that kind of shit. And it's like, no one picks it up anymore. 
it just seems stupid just to give these people fucking money. Yeah. I'd rather just give the money to some fucking homeless guy. And that's where my thought was. Like, I'd rather fucking give this money to someone who actually needs it than these fucking cunts who don't give a fuck. Yeah. So, then I started going, well, you know, if if you want to give the money away, then do something where you can give the money away. Yeah. Which turned into, we'll record this album. It'll take, you know, we'll get 15 bands in to redo someone else's album from start to finish. It'll be good and fun. Goat Sound can be on the... The, it's a good record yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, the the bands are good, mm. you know, it's kind of cool vibe. And then I get promo and then we get to give the money to a cause that's a good thing. Yeah. So, you know, it did come from a selfish spot. So when people say stuff like, Oh, it's really cool that you're doing all this, it's like, Yeah, it's cool that I'm doing that, but don't think I'm just Yeah being fucking the nicest cunt on the planet. Yeah, because it puts your name yeah, all over it. And yeah. It puts my name on it and stuff. So I'm definitely getting something out of it and I'm, you know, acutely aware of that. <laughs> you know? But, you know, the charities that are, that that goes to So which so it's evolved into a new thing now. So the first one went to um, Sea Shepherd. Yeah. Which wasn't a ton of money. It was only like five hundred and something bucks that we raised I'm sure it's we, appreciated well, regardless. Well I still haven't paid them. Oh I, well like it's it's just, you know, I, I went through a shit time with an accounting yeah. and just went, okay, cool. So I know what I have to give them. Mm. But we bought the hard drives and all the setup stuff. So yeah. um, that'll happen in the next week or so, I, I'd imagine. Yeah. Then um, we did the second one, which was for, um, uh, what fucking foundation? I can't fucking remember. Kids with Cancer Charity, sure. name's fucking gone. And... Um, yeah, that one raised like maybe twelve hundred in, oh, wow. in the first. You know, I played batch. on that and I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, so so that raised a lot more money. Yeah, but awesome. we'd already paid a bunch of yeah, yeah. costs from the first one, which sucks for Sea Shepherd that they don't get as much. But you know, whatever. And then this new one, I thought people don't want to pay for fucking shit. Like they don't want to pay for downloads and stuff. So I kind of contacted. I was going to contact more corporate things. This one's going to go to like a women's shelter. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, basically to pull women out of, you know, or to help women get out of an abusive sure. relationships and all that kind of stuff. So I wanted to have more women on this one, mm-hmm. like represented, because the last two were kind of cockfests. Yeah. So I kind of thought, oh, well, that's that's a cool thing. Get more women involved, do a women's charity and all that. So we did the Napalm Death Record and we got um, uh, Mountain Goat Brewery, um, said they'd supply beer yep. for all the bands, which I thought was awesome. So they gave us 20 slabs, okay. which was sick. You yeah. know, because I was paying for that out of my own pocket for yeah, the last yeah. couple. And um, so, just while I was talking to them, I just said, "Well, do you want to pay for the pressing of vinyl?" Yeah. And they said, "Oh, they can't do that, but they put a thousand bucks towards that." So yeah, you know, So we'll set up a pre-order, and we should be able to, you know sell a hundred or so vinyl and ha- and have most of it paid for Zenith Records have agreed to do it uh, the pressing heaps cheaper and stuff as well so yeah it should be it should be able to generate a lot more money from corporate sponsor you know yeah, yeah. having corporate sponsors involved which is against everything that every fibre of my being <laughs> tells me to fuck those cunts but yeah 
they actually seem really nice. Yeah. So it's hard to maintain like a 1980s punk rock attitude. Yeah. I feel like maybe I need to sell out a bit more. <laughs> I don't know. It's fucking weird. Like I've got. This, you have a song about this, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I've got. I have. I suffer this weird punk rock guilt that just. It really. It fucks with my head, but you know the charity is a good cause. No, but and, and stuff. So you know. I think at the end of the day, too, like. <clears throat> I think it's one thing to kick off about getting stuff for free or getting stuff at like a discount or whatever for yeah. you feel like you're yeah you're selling out or whatever. But I think then as well like as I you know not that I'm old but as I get older I feel like I'm you think about like the broader scheme of the world and what people are doing and it's like who actually you'll see I like I, well I kind of. I'm older. Yeah. So my punk rock ideologies and all that stuff are firmly based in 90s, 1980s, Reagan era punk rock. Sure. It's completely fucking outdated. And lately I've kind of been thinking that the world needs to fucking, you know, almost adapt to, or or my way of thinking needs to adapt to, let's pull the money out of these fucking people and, and make companies a little bit more involved in community stuff like you know um like well even th- things but, like this yeah well but you like know like do, yeah forcing them to be a part of yeah, something yeah, yeah but it's it's like it feels like a lot of these companies are now from that era sure you know like they so they don't kind of have the same corporate greed yeah power structure well it's, you know I mean a lot of companies definitely still do yeah yeah definitely yeah. but uh, you know like it'd be good if there was more companies that did that and we should be encouraging that kind of stuff yeah as a thing well, but the, the I still thing, suffer with it yeah like it's an ailment yeah that, that's the thing too like if you don't if you never if no one's doing it then it's gonna there's no reason for them yeah. to contribute yeah. anything yeah but you know like young Henry's have been supporting like bands touring and stuff yeah and, yeah and Mountain Goat have like you know, really come through with, you know, like donating a bunch of cash, like a thousand dollars to them might not be fucking much, but you know, that, that might help someone a fucking great deal. Yeah. Yeah, you know? exactly. And it's like, well, you know, it makes sense. Yeah. So. Well, I, I think, that, and that's, I, that's the way you got to look at it too, is mm. like, I mean, at the end of the day, if you can do something good with what you're getting for free. Yeah. It's just like, like you know, if you've, I mean, Mountain Goat are obviously a good company, but, you know, there's companies out there that are bad. Where do you draw the fucking line? Yeah. Like, if someone fucking donates money to the fucking, you know, some Nazi movement, yeah, yeah. do you accept money from them even if it's going to a good sure. thing? You know, yeah. like... you got to be particular who, to some who's extent. Who's policing this, you yeah. know? So, I don't know. Well, you now. Yeah, I know. Like... Well, that's, I don't want to be a fucking cop. You know, I'm fucking hard... I have a hard enough time telling someone to fucking pick up their fucking discarded tea bags that they leave on the fucking sink you know I fucking don't like telling people to do that so yeah oh well yeah I got problems man <laughs> anyway you got a lot on yeah. um but yeah so that, that okay so the one I was a part of the hard ones one oh, yeah so yeah we did the black flag one then we did the hard ones one which was 18 bands yeah which band did you play big bread big bread right that was that was good yeah um yeah Reese's uh, kid playing Reese's keyboard. kid playing keyboard yeah I think about that um <laughs> Yeah, so we did the Hard Ons one, which was good, and then we did just uh, weekend before last, we did the Napalm Death Scum album, 
which was 28 bands. So we did 28 bands in a day, yeah. which was ridiculous. And I knew it was fucking stupid and it was going to be like a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. But I just thought, if you don't fucking try it, what's and the worst that can happen? <laughs> it just falls over in a fucking heap. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? We've still got a thousand bucks to give to someone. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, yes, but, you know, like it ran a few hours over time, but it was all fine in the end, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, so that's the next one. And we're going to press it on vinyl. And I think we're going to try and get the older ones pressed on vinyl if we can get enough pre-orders. Yeah, right. You know, and um, again, none of that money goes into fucking Goat Sound. Yeah. Not one cent of the profit goes into this business. It all goes to whatever. I benefit because the Goat Sound name's attached to it. So, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I just don't want people... Because bands are putting all this fucking time in. You yeah. Know, and I just don't want anyone to think that, you know... I've it's got somehow handy yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, um, so. <clears throat> but I think I think the other thing is too, like that I thought was cool about the last one was, despite all those actual good things that you get out of it for yeah. society, yeah, yeah, it was actually just a really good thing to be a part of because it meant well, that it you were like fun. Like, hanging around with other yeah. people and particularly a lot. I, th- I thought the day that we did it as well, like I, I remember. Right before we recorded, I think Feel Like Us recorded right before yeah. us. So, like, totally, totally. Obviously, yeah. we know them. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it was cool to have, like, them do it and then yeah. Big Bread's stupid yeah. whatever metal band. Like, Yeah, well, I mean, this one was kind of the same. Like, there was, um, was a band that had, like, saxophone and stuff like that. Like, yeah. That if you just heard their song, you would e- you would not even know it was Napalm Death. Yeah, yeah. But there was lots of people that were hanging out that didn't know each other that are operating within the same scene. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but there may be, like, there's so many sub-sub-sub-genres yeah, yeah. and stuff now that you don't have to step outside your bubble at all. Yeah. And it's kind of cool that, you know, there was extreme grindcore bands hanging out with, you know, fucking bands with sax. Yeah, yeah. You know what you'd call them, you know, and then... Um, yeah, it was, it was just kind of cool. And because there were so many bands this time, it was way more of a fucking hangout day. Yeah, yeah. In, in the past, you know, it was... Well, there was... I, I feel how like... How long did you have? 45 minutes. Maybe even an hour? Yeah. So this one was half an hour for each band. Yeah. No changeover. Yeah, right. Like you had to change over within that half an hour. Oh, really? Yeah. So it was... Well, the song's really short. Yeah, the songs were shorter. <laughs> and, you know... I feel well, yeah, I like. I feel like um, half an hour is not long to walk mm, into a room. Absolutely not. Get your sound that you like. Put your headphones on. Complain to me about the headphone mix, <laughs> and then fucking get your song done. Do you yeah. know. I I just remember sitting in there going. Well, I mean, you know, thanks to the hard ons for writing songs that are like pretty yeah. easy to play. Well, like, well, the first two I kind of I thought those Black Flag songs. Yeah. Everyone fucking knows them. You can you can turn them into anything. Yeah. Rollins doesn't have much fucking song in his voice. No. So anyone could walk in, you could do a death metal version, you could sing it if you were inclined. Yeah, yeah. Same with the hard-ons. They were a little bit more songy. Yeah. Well, but like even ours though, I mean, and this is, again, I don't just want to talk about myself, but we all we did was like, I learnt the song, yeah. and then I was like... We got to do something different, so yeah. it's not the same. And they just added like a big, dumb, yeah. like stoner riff in the yeah. middle, and it was like, okay, yeah. cool, yeah. like, well, like the using same the same as... notes yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Well, you, like the napalm one. I mean, I'm still fucking too close to it to actually have sat back and listened to it. But there's like a bunch of different shit on there. People have done 
or tried to do different shit and there's a lot of like traditional stuff yeah but you know it's kind of cool even though death metal and grindcore are pretty similar kind of genres you know hearing a band like reaper who are kind of that sort of Celtic Frost. Yeah, yeah. Or Celtic Frost, however you want to fucking pronounce it. I'm know. old, I said Celtic. I've never known. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, them take a song and turn, you know, turn Napalm Death into like a Celtic Frost kind of version of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and um, you know, bands just turn it into like full death metal versions. That, yeah. You know, with death vocals and everything's on. Because that album's fucking loose as oh, shit. Oh, it's grubby. You know, yeah. it's like there's parts on there where you're just like and was, wasn't that album recorded in two parts so yeah. half sounds completely different to the yeah. other so yeah. the first half was their demo yeah and then they had a complete sort of lineup change and yeah, then yeah. they recorded the second half yeah um, but yeah like I read an interview with Lee Dorian recently where he was saying I didn't even know where I was supposed to sing like and it sounds like that there's parts <laughs> where it's just like holy fucking shit like you're not anywhere near a one yeah you're it's well, he just, made a career out yeah. of that. So. <laughs> yeah. Good on him. Yeah. But, you know. It's, yeah. So, it's, it's, it's good. It was good fun to do. Yeah, sick. Do I, I don't know beer. if I want to do a... Yeah, I'll have another beer. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do another one with 28 songs or anything, but... Yeah. So, is it something that you think you're going to keep trying to do? Like, yeah, I think so. Regularly? I think once a year. Yeah. You know, that's enough. Like, you know... No one has complained so yeah. far. No one has gone their shit albums yeah or no one has said you know they're a fucking waste of time yeah you look like a fucking cockhead for doing yeah. it or any of that kind of stuff so it's like well why wouldn't you do it everyone yeah. everyone gets something out of it so yeah well I mean yeah. like yeah I thought it was great doing it mm. and it was just like like it was just fun to do yeah you know yeah well I mean that's what fucking life's supposed to be about <laughs> I'm not fucking yeah. sitting around in a fucking studio all day being fucking bored yeah. you might as well do something that's kind of fun yeah sit in five lounge rooms and yeah. <laughs> record for a day yeah. was it was it really was it challenging as like the person recording it though was well, this one harder than the last one it, it was definitely harder but it was also easier as um SAE have started sending interns oh cool so did I've you hook that up with them? Or? No, no, they hooked it up. They just kind of got in contact. And yeah. I think the students now have to go into an actual working studio and do a certain amount of hours. Right. Which is like fucking ridiculous, really, because it's like how many studios... Yeah, like, will accept that or will accept are doing people it. And it's like, surely, surely pe- the students are getting a fucking raw end of the deal somewhere. Oh, yeah. You know, it's fucked. But anyway, so I've, I've agreed to take a couple of them on. And I try and get them involved in shit, and um, so I had three interns here. Two were from SAE, and one that was from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And basically, just let them hit record. I go down and sort of chat with the band and make sure that they were all cool to go. So the pressure was kind of off, as in I didn't have to run up and down the fucking stairs all yeah, day. Yeah. And you know, a couple of them are really competent recording engineers, so. You know, it's good for them to get their name on shit as well. Yeah, sure. And get them to meet the scene. Yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. Because, you know... Do they... Do, do, are these all people that come from metal, though? Or uh, yeah, music? well, yeah. SAE is sending me people that have, like, a sure. hardcore or metal background. Uh-huh. Like, they're not going to send me a fucking... A guy who's really yeah. good at fucking Hip-hop Ableton. Hip-hop or whatever, yeah. Because yeah. it's like, you know... You're not I don't even it. answer calls from hip-hop dudes. I know that sounds fucking really bad. But I've had so many calls of people saying, hey man, I need you to make me a track. 
me and my bro are doing something and I'm like he's kind of got an American accent yeah. and I know you're from around here <laughs> I was like I'm not interested you know like well but that, that as well is like if you don't know how to do it yeah why would you do it yeah it's not yeah. my thing yeah. so I'd just be wasting their time and yeah you know what's the and they'd be annoying me what's the weirdest <laughs> thing you've done though um I don't feel like I've ever asked you that um I've peed on a dude <laughs> oh you're talking recording cool <laughs> Um, yes. Uh, weirdest thing I've done. Well, no. Uh, maybe, okay, maybe not weirdest. What's the thing that you've done that's been like the most well, I mean, challenging like I've to got record? An, I've got like um, a, a cello session coming up in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. I've done some like traditional Iraqi kind of instruments. Yeah. You know, bunches of stuff that just is randomly associated to punk. Yeah. Somehow, and they know me. So, yeah, yeah. You know, I, like I like doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. I just, I just don't want to get. I just don't want to record someone being tough in a yeah, room. Sure. Like, that makes sense. You know, <laughs> I like death metal tough and hip hop tough are two different things. You know, sure. Hip hop tough has got a, like a posturing yeah. thing. and Everyone in death metal knows. Yeah, death metal people totally, are like. A total joke. Yeah. Like you've seen that picture of um, the guy from um, Cannibal Corpse. Like, you know how that hurricane... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's, like, at the preschool. Yeah. It's like corpse grinder sitting at the preschool, like, <laughs> hiding from the hurricane. Yeah. Like, you would assume he's out there with his thick neck fucking face in the Re- hurricane. Ready like, to go. Fuck you, hurricane! No. Nope. No. He's, in, he's not. <laughs> he's at a preschool. Like everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, like... But that, that stuff, though, I think that's... Like, is that something you're... I don't, I don't know, maybe you're not, but like, are you interested at this point in doing stuff that's outside of your wheelhouse? Um, or are you fine with doing what you're good at? I'm just fine doing this. You know, yeah. like, I like, you know, punk, metal, and all its subgenres is a fucking pretty big field. Yeah, like, absolutely. It's like, and know, particularly in this city as well, where. Yeah, like I've done some glam rock stuff and, and you know, you know, borderline rockabilly. Yeah, and all that kind of stuff to me just seems like as long as it's guitar-based music, you can figure your way I, around I, it. Yeah, I, you know, it's all the same. You put a fucking mic in front of it and make it sound good. Yeah, you know, when it comes to hip hop, anything that's got any kind of dance or anything like that, I got no fucking idea, dude. We're both wasting each other's time. Yeah. <laughs> Find someone who am, knows I'm, what they're doing. I do have a, like a country booking coming up, which is going to be fucking sick. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that because I love country shit. Yeah. But that's guitar and vocals, you know. Yeah. I'm familiar with that. Sure. <laughs> um. But like, I guess as well, it sort of depends on the type of gear and the setup you got too, as well. Like, have yeah. you've probably not tailored yourself to nah. suit. I mean, I'm sure I could music. fake my way through it. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's someone, you know, I, I'm geared towards putting drums in a room yeah. and then hearing the sound of the drums in a room. Yeah, yeah. You know, like getting on Ableton and and making some fucking sick beats for some cunt. Yeah. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what, what's the sort of stuff now, I guess, now that this, this studio is like, you know, you I feel like now you've figured out the way the rooms work. Because I think... Yeah. Probably last time we talked, this was still, even though it was like six months in, yeah. the rooms are still yeah, relatively... Yeah, still figuring stuff out, like, you know, yeah. you know, I've been doing everything slowly. Yeah. Because I just don't want to fuck it, basically. Sure. Like, you know, so it's just like small things, 
you know, a little bit of treatment here, a little bit there. And have you found this, like, the sounds you're getting out of the spaces or what yeah, you like, want now? Yeah, like, I'm 100% happy. Like, I used to always go to Toyland because I love their drum room. Yeah. But now I'm kind of at the point where it's like, well, I kind of like the drum sound that I'm getting here now. So, yeah. I don't, you know, that doesn't mean Toyland's not a fucking great room. It's a fucking sick room. Yeah. But, you If know, you can do it at your own place. Yeah, I don't, I don't need to, yeah. to move now, which is good. You know, like because it was always like just chasing what was wrong now it's like just refining things that are already okay which sure. is heaps easier yeah <laughs> well if you're not having like cut ends and you're just adding uh, things to the yeah. mix or whatever I, like I did tons of records that were in fucking rehearsal rooms that were shag carpet from the 70s yeah. that were just like that was once a fucking kid's bedroom or something you know like <laughs> just you know like really shit sounding recording spaces yeah. and just tearing my hair out going why doesn't this sound like the fucking Metallica record yeah you know I still have that thing where a band will come in and go okay we've got a day to record this is our kind of reference we really like the Black Album it's like well you know yeah cool yeah a day will get that <laughs> <laughs> do you have like 30 million dollars or something yeah, yeah. you can throw at this record yeah um like they're spending less than Lars spends on gloves <laughs> To grab the symbols. The, the record, yeah, the, the, <laughs> the recording costs less than the opening of the door yeah. of the Metallica recording. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, okay, cool, man. Do you find yourself now having to... Like, do you find yourself um, booking stuff at the studio now off the name of the studio? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yep. Yeah, like it used to all be on the back of Blood Duster, I think. Yeah. And now it's kind of like, you know... It went through a stage where it was just like every fucking doom band like it was like Goat Sound was the go to doom studio and I thought yeah. oh fuck this you is know, what I'm doing forever once, once this fucking doom bubble bursts what the <laughs> fuck am I gonna do you sure. know like I'm gonna be tired as that but then there was a bunch of kind of thrash records that come through and then a bunch of like you know like I really enjoy doing like that real harsh cross punk like the Enzyme and Chromosome yeah, yeah. kind of things I like doing all those kind of bands yeah I did a bunch of that which is fucking sick because it's not like normal recording where you know like Enzyme for example like um, like they've got no interest in Blood Duster <laughs> they yeah, yeah. shit and um, but we did that Chromosome record and you know we did the Enzyme record and it you know the the mix notes were it sounds too deep and resonant and good <laughs> and it's like you know we want the fucking toms to sound more like buckets and we want the snare fucking buried yeah and you know and it's like they're really going for an aesthetic that's like you know bands that made records wrong yeah, and yeah. it's like this kind of cool thing you know like where you to just try like, and do it yeah, and you're actually chasing sounds that are not fucking right you know? yeah and yeah, I like doing that kind of stuff. I like the idea of making records that are not not a normal engineer. Yeah. But I know engineers that if I went there and said that kind of stuff, they would be worried about their rep. Yeah, know, right. Where I couldn't give a fuck about my rep. Yeah. I just want to record stuff that's cool. Yeah. I think that's kind of the difference with with Goats Out and other studios is like, you know, I look at it as we are in the service industry. Sure. Like I had it, I had an intern, and he said something that was. It wasn't like disparaging towards the band. He kind of said something like, 
look, some bands maybe shouldn't be making records. Mm. And I can't, I had to sort of, and that's recording school shit, like recording yeah, schools, yeah. like I know because I went to one older. Yeah. They kind of <clears throat> say that kind of stuff, like, or imply that stuff, that you're going to have to deal with some fucking shit musos. It's like, like, poor you. Like, yeah. you shouldn't have to suffer through this. It's like, fuck you, dickhead. Suffer <laughs> through it. Like, that cunt's 500 bucks is as good as the next cunt's. Yeah. Like, and also, like, get your fucking hand off your cock. Well, also, and at if, the they, s- if they want to make a record and they, their snare drum's fucking shit, but they love it, then record their snare drum that yeah. they love. I think there's, there's also, like, that always comes into my mind as well when people. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. What do you need? Am I interrupting a podcast? Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. What do you need? <laughs> Sorry, dude. Doesn't right. matter. I need two leads. Uh, yeah, so what was I saying? I don't know. I was saying um, something fucking sick. Um, no, no, no. Uh, what I was going to say uh, is... Um, so it's all about you, It's Dan. all about me. This yeah. is my podcast. Yeah. My name's on it. <laughs> um, no, it's like... I think that's the thing that's super common amongst... Because I, I went to a recording school for a brief amount yeah. of time. And I had a similar thing where it was like... The the cell is like you guys are the ones that make the art yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Like the art's there, but someone's got to get it out. This you know? like recording and stuff, right? Like, sure, there's tons of gear that you can buy that will make things sound like a slight bit better. Yeah. Really, ninety nine percent of all the sound is coming from some dude's amp. Yeah. If their amp sounds good, just don't fuck it. Just have yeah. a mic that's good enough to get that sound onto the computer or tape or whatever. And then your job's kind of done. And like, like and a, a really good drummer is going to yeah, sound good. Yeah, exactly. Like, and it's like all those things, you know, and, and there is other things to it, you know, whatever. But once you've sorted out your studio and you've kind of, you know what's going on. Yeah. Then just don't fuck someone's shit. And if they come in with something and it's, it sounds a certain way, then just capture it. It's no different to fucking go into Subway and some dude making you a sandwich. Yeah. Once you know how to make a fucking sandwich, yeah. you can buy a fucking $10,000 fucking olive dispenser, yeah. but you're still going to have fucking olives on your sandwich. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, don't think you're better than that fucking cunt at Subway. <laughs> the whole recording industry is fucking bullshit. Don't even get me started about mastering engineers and how they're fucking artists. It's like, you've got an EQ and a compressor and a yeah. limiter at the end. you got to... It's, it just drives me fucking nuts. Well, I, I think that that has to be... I think... A, a, well, I'm part of the problem, I guess. But, like, the last couple of years of mastering stuff... I'd say the last ten years, maybe. Not the last yeah. couple. But, like, the inflation of cost of that yeah. here... Yeah. Versus sending it to some cunt in America. Yeah. And them coming back with it sounding like a million bucks... Yeah. For a third of the price. Yeah has yeah. been fantastic for being yeah. in bands yeah. but I can't imagine mastering people here are very Raps. pleased yeah. <laughs> well I mean it's hard for someone to you know like um, what do you call it um, you have a vested interest yeah. if you're making money from something you're not the person that should be given your opinion generally yeah. Yeah. on that thing because a mastering engineer who's earning fucking a thousand dollars a record is not going to tell you that you can get just as good a job for 400 bucks. Yeah. Or, you know, the recording engineer that has built themselves up to be some kind of fucking important dude. Mm. I mean, really, Goat Sound is a bunch of cool gear in a space that's nice and comfortable. Yeah. You know, it's cheap enough that people can come and use it, mm. and that's it. Yeah. You know, like, 
sure, we could put a million dollars worth more gear in and we can do all those kinds of things. And we could charge you, you know, three times as much and whatever, but it doesn't really equate to much in the grand scheme of shit, you know? Like, yeah. I've always said, like, <clears throat> it doesn't matter what studio you go into, if there's someone in your band that has a Pro Tools rig and somewhere to record you, he will make just as good a record, if not better, than a recording engineer. Yeah. The reason you go to a studio is because I know I can do it in a day. Yeah, yeah. The band can spend fucking six months tweaking, fucking around with stuff, and they're going to get a fucking sick product, you know? Like, yeah. But... You don't want to wait six months. Yeah, is, yeah. Is, is the, You're paying for the yeah. expertise yeah. and the knowledge. And, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm sure I could fucking learn to make a fucking sick coffee, you know? <laughs> But I'd rather just go to some dude who can make a fucking sick coffee <laughs> and just pay that money. Just yeah. can you give me a sick coffee? Sick. Now I'm going to do whatever I'm good at. Yeah. You know. Well, this this is the same thing with me. Putting a hole in my wall. <laughs> I looked at the hole and I was like, I know I'm capable of doing this. I'm not capable fix of that. putting the hole in. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm very clearly <laughs> capable. But no, I was like, I, I, my mum owns the house, and I was like, I I, I can probably fix it. Mum's like, why do you want to fix it? Yeah. And I was like. Oh, you know, I feel bad because yeah. I put the hole in the wall. And yeah. she's like, just pay for someone to fix it. Yeah. And that way, you'll look at the wall and it'll be fixed. Yeah. Whereas if you do it, yeah, yeah. every time you look at the wall, you'll go, oh, fuck Your that thing up. Your mum has no faith in you, man. <laughs> no, she has no. <laughs> I look after children for a living. <laughs> she knows I can't fix walls. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, like, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you could fix it. Yeah. It might just take you a month. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Some other dude. It took him two hours. And that's that's what you pay for with those kinds of things. Yeah, yeah. But you know, like, yeah. So there's that, you know, the home home recording thing can be fucking great. Yeah. You know, there's fucking no doubt that a band could come in and do a better record for for themselves than I could make it. Yeah. But, you know, the time thing's the thing you pay for, really. It took me ages to kind of figure that out. Like, you know, it was like... Yeah, it's it's one of those. Yeah, there's all this stuff that happens in fucking recording engineers and recording schools and stuff where they all think they're fucking artists. It's well, like, how do you how do you feel then if people are, if the school's sending you people, do you feel you're contributing positively towards well, that? I then? think so. Like yeah. I think when they come here, they record actual bands yeah. in actual real life situations. You know, like fuck recording schools, and they'll tell you like when you when you're recording someone, you want to do this and this and. And they teach you the high end of recording when yeah. the reality is a band is going to come in with fucking broken junk and you are going to have to fucking think on your feet and go. Yeah, and try and make it yeah. work. So when they come here, like, you know, when they were working up that Napalm Death thing, mm. when the fuck else are those guys going to record 28 bands in a day? Yeah, yeah. And have the fucking vast range of experience of recording all those different bands, like one in after In a really another. condensed yeah, period, yeah. yeah. I should fucking charge those assholes. <laughs> Fuck. SAE, you've been put to task. Um, I, I actually like SAE. I learned a lot of shit there. Yeah. there there's just a subculture. In, no, definitely. In recording in general, not only just the schools. Just No, but it's like, it's... Everyone thinks they're a fucking artist every step of the way. Yeah. The guy that builds the microphone's an artist. No, you're more a scientist. Yeah, yeah. And a builder. But it's, I mean, it's the same, like, I've definitely spent a considerable, oh my god, we've heard vocals for the first time in this. Yeah. It's getting fucking sultry. <laughs> yeah. You We're don't about... have to, just keep your fucking shirt on. 
Oh, oh fuck. fuck. <laughs> um, no, I think, like, I've definitely spent a lot of time on this podcast complaining about the brief time I went to a music school. Yeah. But I think, like, I cannot get it out of me how, like, everything that I was told in that six months that I was there yeah. was proven wrong within five minutes yeah, of, yeah. like, every major event I had like playing in a band yeah, yeah. like the first time I recorded something when you know like in the school they're like oh when you do this you're gonna need to worry about this thing with your leads or worry about this thing with your yeah. artist or whatever and I was like that's not true yeah, yeah. same thing with music business shit when they yeah. tell you any music business stuff in school it's like yeah. well actually everyone's just trying to either fuck you yeah. or help you <laughs> yeah, yeah. so you gotta find the people who are actually good yeah. dudes yeah and trying to help you and not adhere to the yeah, people yeah. who are trying to fuck you around, you know? Yeah, I, like, I, I kind of wonder if maybe I'm learning all this stuff that other people just know about life. <laughs> <laughs> but because I live in such an isolated bubble sure. of fucking, you know, borderline retard musos, <laughs> that maybe I'm just really dumb. And I'm only just learning it now. Sure. Like, people that have normal jobs are like, yeah, dude, that's... That's life. Sure. <laughs> So what are you doing musically yourself at this point? So I'm doing the Birdcage, the surf yep. surf band. Um, we're just sort of finishing up our, rec- our next record, yep. which is kind of, like because I've got the studio, we just, like if the band comes in for a session on a Sunday, we rehearse on Mondays. Yeah. So I'll just leave all the microphones set up and then we just kind of set up and record ourselves. Oh, cool. Um, so we've kind of done, we're trying to get like just live takes of everything, just yeah. all in one, no kind of overdub stuff. And, and because we've been able to do like 10 sessions or something, we can just do the song 10 times. Yeah. Yeah. And pick the best and whichever one. one yeah. I don't really feel it. So, which is cool. Like I've yeah. never had that luxury. Sure. Which is why I wanted the studio in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff. Um, but yeah, so that's cool. Then we're doing the Ruiner. And we're just finishing up an EP. Mm-hmm. And I'm finishing up Blood Duster finally. Thank yep. fuck. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so we're, do, we're doing that last show on the 9th of December. Okay. So. Mad? Are you happy yeah, about that? I'm actually really happy about it. <laughs> it's good. It's going to be $4.50 to get in. Yep. And $6.66 on pre-sale. Great. I couldn't make it any cheaper because... <clears throat> the fees the venue charge and stuff yeah I wanted it to be free yeah because everyone in the band was like saying stuff like it's not about money man it's like okay then if it's not about money we won't charge anyone yeah and then it turned into well maybe we should just charge 10 bucks <laughs> it's like nah let's just you know let's yeah. do it for nothing so is it weird not, or is it you're Dude, happy to be done with it like I really like the idea of destroying things. Yeah. Like, I love that Clearly. idea. Like, I, I really do. Like, there's some part of me that loves to make stuff and then wreck it. Yeah. And not wreck it, but, you know, just kill it. Yeah. You know? And, you know, we probably should have finished up maybe five years ago. Sure. But everyone was like, oh, nah. Like, because we have fun doing it. Like, it's fucking rad fun hanging out with those dudes and playing. Yeah. yeah. But... It's just so much fucking work to get to the point where it is fun. Yeah. That we might as well just fucking knock it on the head. Well, and as well, like, you're at a point now, too, where people have expectations as well. Yeah. So you have to 
You yeah, can't just... it used to always be just fucking get wasted and play a show with all your mates. Yeah. And now we're all old. <laughs> it's like, now people go out of their way to go to the show and, yeah. you know, the money, like, you know, people started paying more and more to see us and it's like... Yeah. So it's kind of cool that we just get to do a show with all our mates. Yeah. Charge nothing. No one gets paid except the, the mixing desk guy in the venue. Mm-hmm. And we just get to hang out with our mates and get wasted, which is what it was all about anyway. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, the other, thinking about it now, the other good thing is if we don't really charge anyone to get into the last show, if we decide to play a backyard barbecue for our fucking kids in 10 years time, yeah. no one can say, uh, I paid fucking 50 bucks yeah, to see yeah. the last fucking show. It's like... When Damage broke up the first time, Blood Duster played for fucking a really reduced fee. Yeah. So they could get paid. And then they were back together in six months. And I always thought, well, that's a bit shit. (laughs) You know? That was just another gig then. Yeah, no one fucking offered us, oh, look, we're back, so we're going to give you some money. You know? So this this way... You get your your second half of the pay. Yeah. Yeah. So I always kind of had that in the back of my head, like, oh, you know. Not, Not that it's bad to charge at your last show like if it's your last show fucking charge people through the ass yeah. just don't do 10 comebacks yeah yeah exactly. You know? well make it make it your actual last everyone keeps saying to me sure it's Blood Duster's last show and it's like where's the fucking cult album <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not getting released I'm, surely I've proven to you that I'm, I'm not happy to destroy shit. something <laughs> yeah. so anyway but yeah It'll be good. Um, fuck, I'm dead. Have reformed with a drum machine to do it. Yeah, that's so sick. Yes, I and uh, be like Christ Crusher, Dead Root, um, a few other bands. Yeah, yeah sick. It'll be sick. Good one. It'll just be a good, nice party show. Corner Hotel. When does it go on sale? Um, I think I'll put it online this week. Okay. When do you put this podcast up? Tell me when you want to put it <laughs> online. <laughs> okay. Cool. We can time it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> You've heard it here, guys. This is how. This is how we. I haven't played. actually announced it yet, so I'm like, ah, maybe this will come out before I get around. No, no, we'll, we'll yeah. figure it out. That's right. fine. Yeah. Um, is there any other things you want to spruik? Advertise? Yeah. What have I got to advertise? Nothing. Come here, record. Go sound. Come here, record. We got some. We got some gear. Go on. Coming out. So we've got this. Um, uh, some goat sound products. It's in front of me. Yeah. So it's a. The first one will be a three-way amp splitter mm-hmm. that has line-out, DI-out, um, three independent amp controls with a plus and minus volume boost, phase flip on each channel. So that, that'll be the first kind of thing because I wanted one for the studio and to buy an, an equivalent. is like two grand. So <laughs> might as well like, just make it. Yeah, I might as well just fucking... Well, I'm not actually making it. I've got a guy, um, David Aurora, who's like a really cool, like, he's vegan. He's, uh, I feel like I need to mention that because he's really, really skinny and lots of people think he's just sick, <laughs> but he's not. He's, he's just vegan. He's just not eating. Um, um, like, he's still, he's that guy, like, when I look at him, I go, oh, you were kind of into Helmet once. <laughs> like, he's kind of, he's got like a goatee still. Sure. You know? I don't know if it's a goatee or a beard, but it's pointy. It's kind of <laughs> weird. Pretty sure he's got long fingernails. Can't really remember. But anyway, a true yeah, pedal he's guy. An, he's an engineer. He's, you know, he's a he's an audio nerd. He's, sure. You know, he's into electronics. So um, probably worked with way too much lead. <laughs> so 
he's he's doing like I just basically give him a design, test it all out, stuff, and so we're going to do it as Goat Sound kind yeah. of products, and then we're going to do like um, a pedal that's kind of like the Tim Big Bottom okay. pedal, but with a selectable frequency range, so mm -hmm. you can um, you know basically keep all the bottom end in your bass sound from certain points and run distortion pedals, kind okay. of like a loop. If yeah. you're familiar with the Tim Big Bottom pedal, it's similar with a few enhancements. Mm -hmm. um, I did say enhance. You did. You know that um, that card that those dudes have. <laughs> yeah, enhancement. Um, yeah. So we got some products coming out in the new year, and we got the Napalm record coming out, hopefully in about a month's time. Cool. Yeah. Well, and that's that it. Out. I got nothing else interesting. Come and rehearse here. Don't be an arsehole jam it support the scene man come and spend time in these <laughs> yeah. five living rooms that have been meticulously arranged yeah. Yeah. I can right. tell you stories of my youth <laughs> hopefully soon you'll have pictures of you growing up yeah. scattered around the place won't be long yeah, yeah. cool alright well thanks for doing it yeah, no worries anytime brutal <laughs>